Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful, wacky world of the James Whale Podcast Radio Show. I'm down to doing my own introductions, I see. Uh, never mind. Welcome to the programme anyway, wherever you are, on your tablet, on your phone, listening via the radio, I don't know. Where are you? Uh, Wales. Good. Okay, well, Wales, I'm in the southeast, and, uh, and and wherever you are, guys, wherever you are, you could be sitting on the tarmac of uh, an, air, an airport somewhere listening to this, or you could be lying in the bath, I don't know. Uh, where should we start? What should we start with? I suppose we're still here. That's one good thing. Trump hasn't uh, hasn't uh, gone overboard yet. Kim Jong-un. There is, by the way, a movement afoot, and I think it's a good one, to try and get the pair of them, Kim Jong-un and Donald J. Trump, in the ring for a prize boxing match. Think of the money they could raise. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, it could even... I would like to see it as a cage fight. All that money going towards the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I think somebody really should take this quite seriously, and there is no reason why this could not become one of the biggest spectacles of the world. Um, and even, listen, if they kill each other, no harm done. It'll save an enormous amount of lives in the rest of the world. Uh, anyway, won't it? They shouldn't kill each other in the first match. They should have a rematch and then kill each other. Well, they're both fairly unfit, aren't they? I mean, he's quite old and unfit, and the other tubby one is, well, he's fat and not very fit either, so uh, I don't I don't see either of them lasting. That's true, yeah, but it'll be over in round one, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. One of them may trip over, fall flat on their face and be counted out, so you might get a rematch. Yeah, and a rematch, more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's an idea. If anybody uh, has uh, any thoughts on that, get in touch. You know the number zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one, or you can email jameswellradio at gmail dot com. Um, on a more serious front, um, I have uh, I have been having some fun on my radio show on Talk Radio. Have I mentioned Talk Radio before? Uh, before, yes, not today. Ah, oh, right, OK, Talk Radio, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock in the evening till 10. I'm back on Talk Radio. Uh, if you go on our website, go on our Facebook page, go on anything, and you can find out all the details of the new Talk Radio. Um, I've been talking about the, Jacob Rees-Mogg, you, you know, the Conservative Member of Parliament. Well, I think he's a very funny and very entertaining man, and uh, I've interviewed him a few times recently. Until that is, he came out with this ridiculous... I didn't have any idea that he was another one of these religious people. And I'm not a religious person. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't say there isn't a God. There could be a God. There could be a creative force. There could, be, there could be a mad scientist. This is all a game of his. I don't know. And I don't think anyone else knows either. But, you know, some people insist that they do. And because of this, they have some fairly strange... Ideas, one of which, you know, if uh, if you are gay, you shouldn't be allowed to get married or live together or have sex, which I find really quite ridiculous. And secondly, uh, abortion. Now, 
I don't, I'm not a big fan of killing. Um, I don't think anybody is, really, unless they're politicians killing each other. But I, I actually think that this whole business about abortion is one that needs to be thought about calmly. And to be quite honest, I don't even think it's got anything to do with us men. I hear men going on about what women should do with their bodies. Um, and it's, it's got nothing to do with us. It's purely got something to do with them. And I was surprised when Jacob Rees-Mogg was asked on television the other morning, um, would he still, because he doesn't believe abortion should happen at any time. He thinks it totally wrong, totally wrong, murder. He doesn't think it should happen at all. He was asked if a, a young girl was raped and she found herself pregnant, would an abortion be allowable? Then he said, no, not under any circumstances. So um, I have a dilemma here because I quite like him, but he's got strange, archaic and, and, and sort of medieval views, I suppose. But he, I, I had an epiphany the other last night. Um, all, these, all these religious uh, folk believe that if you're good and haven't sinned, you will go to heaven. Is that right? That is 100% correct. See, right. So if you were, and, and the, what they go on about abortion is you are killing a living thing. You are killing another life. Yes. My view is it should be up to the woman concerned. And, you know, what would you, would you really wish a baby was born to somebody who didn't want them? And then they're going, well, you know, you can, you can have it adopted. Lots of people want children, but quite often. Um, a mum will have a baby and then she won't want it adopted and she may want it for the wrong reasons. It may look as if it's a meal ticket. It may be a, a way of getting housing. I don't know. There are all sorts of... If you don't want to have a child, if you're no good at being a mother and if you used to use abortion as contraception, are those really the sort of people who should be parents? I don't think so. Everybody's entitled to their view. Even if they disagree with me, they're entitled to say it and then they're entitled to be ridiculed. So, I suddenly woke up last night and thought, hang on, what are all these religious nutcases going on about? All these souls that they talk about have gone straight to heaven. Uh... They haven't had to go through the aggravation that a lot of people may see of living life. Yeah, yeah, I can see your logic. They, yeah. They've gone straight to heaven. Now, is it, isn't that... Isn't that what everybody wants and if someone did have an abortion they would be judged by god anyway so we shouldn't judge them on where we are now if you know what i mean well that's a very very good point you make a very good point yeah, yeah. Why, why are we yeah. butting no, in? you make a very good point and i think you're a hundred percent right can we go home now then uh, yeah I, th I think i've sorted that problem out so underline it um, abortion isn't something any woman, I don't think, would take lightly. But if you decide you don't want to have a child for whatever reason, then we should help you make that decision and carry it out as soon as we can. All those religious people who put huge amounts of pressure on women, who actually accuse them of murder in many cases, can now shut up and remember that those souls that they're talking about, those new human lives, have gone straight to heaven. It's just amazing I came up with that idea, isn't it? 
I, I, I think I think we've uh, solved the whole thing. So shut up and let God judge, and uh, yeah. and don't worry, the soul's going straight to heaven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, um, I think that's brilliant, and uh, thank you very much indeed for whoever planted that thought in my head while I was asleep. Ah, oh, dear, you're listening to the James Whale Radio podcast show thing with Rob producing in Wales, uh, because so far he hasn't found a way of getting out of there. If anybody has any ideas, get in touch. Uh, send us a, a, an email to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, and then we can help him escape. Apparently it takes a lot of money. What? To leave Wales. Ah, oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, well, never mind. Stay there for a bit. Stay there for a bit. Um, what else are we talking about today? Well, loads of things to talk about, actually. Uh, slightly concerned about the lack of urgency that this country showed with the hurricanes um, over in the um, uh, over there in the Caribbean and around those islands, some of which, of course, are British protectorates. I wonder whether we should have been down there or we should have been doing something a little quicker than we were. Our new trading partners, you mean? Well, some of them, obviously. Where is Boris Johnson as a matter of interest? He's probably there now with a broom and a bucket. Yeah, maybe he is, but he's been remarkably quiet over the past few weeks, hasn't he? I've not seen him at all. I've not seen Boris, and I've not even seen Theresa May, to be fair. Well, no, she's been walking in Wales, uh, or was it Europe or somewhere? But they're now back at work, you see, and uh, he's still very, very quiet, which for Boris is unusual. I'm not really sure why he is being so quiet. Maybe he's in North Korea, and there's no media in North Korea that we can see. Ah, that's a very good point. Maybe he's gone over there to make peace. Actually, I would have thought him and Kim Jong-un, who who sport a similar sort of hairstyle but in different colour, uh, may get on quite well. He's probably gone to one of them joke shops and got one of them Kim Jong-un fancy-dressed outfits and blended in. Well, that's a, that's a thought. If anybody's seen him, get in touch. Uh, let us know where he is. Uh, last week's show seemed to go down quite well. Um, I don't know if anybody uh, practised the swearing uh, bit, made people feel better. I'm not going to do it this week, by the way. Uh, but last week it seemed to go quite well, didn't it? Yeah, we had lots of complaints on the uh, on the phone line. Oh, good, good. Maybe we can listen to some later. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll play one or two out. I mean, they're all basically yeah. complaining that uh, I didn't put out the um, the sweary version hidden somewhere. Well, I, I thought you were going to. Yeah, I made a mistake doing the, the show last week because I edited the show. And yeah. uh, I, I couldn't unedit it, if you know what I mean. Well, why, why didn't you just copy the show and then edit one version of it? That's what a normal person would do, and that would make perfect logical sense. But uh, for some reason... You didn't I, do that. I didn't do that, no. Oh, for goodness sake. Right, well, can you, you're just going to have to unedit one of the versions, aren't you? Well, I'll tell you what I could do. Hang on, let me do this for you, and then you can drop these in. F*** mother f*** bollock chops and Don't forget nut. You forgot about nut. And nut. That's it, we're covered. I'll put all those in and I'll try yeah. and piece it together. Good, good. Because I had Julie from Bromley get in touch with me on talk radio this week and say she was very upset. <sighs> Why? 
Well, because she wanted to hear the unedited version. It might make her feel better. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I, I don't know why I did that. Um, yeah, no, I don't know why you did that. Why did you do that? I edited the live version, so it was yeah. just stupid. And then when I saved it, it saved over the top. Oh, just sorry. Try. Hang on. I've just had a slight accident. Oh, bollocks. Oh, shit. Oh. <sighs> okay, that's all right. It's okay. Everything's okay. You did that deliberately, I'm sure. I didn't. I didn't. I had a little accident. Um, anyway, listen, back to... Uh, sorry, back... And uh, thank you to Julie and others who have uh, been pledging money, of course, the, for our um, donation to keep this programme going. We really should go and try and sell some more advertising. It's all their fault. Hmm. Who's? Well, the people that keep donating things. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Jacob Rees-Mogg, who said no to abortion on any grounds, including rape. Uh, we put this out on Facebook, on the James Well Facebook page, and we had loads of response, didn't we? So uh, this is a frisson. Was that all right? It's a word. I don't know what word it is. Frisson. It's just a little bit of it. Uh, Sharon Gollan said, let's hope this moron never makes prime minister. Uh, Jack Mason says, no, he's not bad. He was asked a direct question about his personal beliefs, and he replied with an honest answer. Well, yes, Jack, he did. He's the leader we need now, intelligent, coherent, and is a traditional conservative who will look after the people who want to succeed. All Corbyn wants to do is punish the successful for the sake of gaining votes from the lazy. Well, I agree with you about Corbyn, but... I don't think we want somebody who is homophobic and against abortion as the leader of this country for the reasons that I have already said. If I can talk Jacob Rees-Mogg round to becoming a rational, modern, free-thinking individual, Jack, then maybe he is the person. Uh, Matt Davis says he's Catholic. That's what that religion demands. Yeah. Well, Henry VIII decided to move off, didn't he, from that? And uh, now are, are we slowly going back? Why don't, actually, why don't churches and Catholics, I, I don't know about the Muslims, they can, I don't know how much money they have, but um, the Christian faith has vast fortunes, absolute fortunes. The Church of England's got enormous amounts of money. I'm sure these churches all over the world have. Uh, the, the Catholics in the Vatican have enormous quantities of money. If you believed in what they believed, wouldn't wouldn't that be against the teachings of Jesus Christ if he existed? I think he existed. There's, I don't think there's any doubt that he existed. Well, uh, how do you know who existed a couple of thousand years ago? Well, there's bound to be a Jesus Christ somewhere at some point in time. Surely. Well, Jesus isn't Jesus a, a Hebrew name for James? Uh, are you leading up to something? No, 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 and thrice no. Okay. Uh, Carl Frost says, who votes for this fool? Media go on about the kind of person votes UKIP, BMP, etc., but nothing about people who vote this kind of man. Well, Carl, we're doing it now, aren't we? Uh, Aaron uh, says, uh, you want to be religious, be religious, but you want to lead a party, let alone the country, put your religion in your butt pocket and serve the country. Your religion... Uh, too important to you to do that? Well, don't stand. It's all about compromise. Um, and let me go through a, a lot of a lot of guys with um, 
uh, with, oh, let me do this one. Martin Brammer. Does the libtard James Whale and his band of far-left followers, gosh, I've never been called far-left before, uh, ever bother to point out far worse religion-wide beliefs in Islam not on your life. He and his ilk continually defend and appease far worse than his standard practice within the cult of Islam. Martin, listen to my radio, you f- quit, on talk radio, and then you would hear me having a go at every religion. The Islamic religion is as backward as any other religion. They carry out some of the most appalling ideas. Their views on women I absolutely despise. So, you st- Stupid little man, listen, okay? And you might learn from the wise words of the whale. Lib turd. I know what I'd like to do with that word, Martin, but it might make you sore. JW lost his marbles years ago, and the way things are going, he will be heading up and TFA soon. What? I've oh, is that idea. from Martin as well? Yeah. Is it? I tell you what, Martin, you need re-educating. You should give me your phone number. We could call you on the program and we could go through um, a whole education process to actually turn you in to an intelligent member of the human race. Hey, bollock chops. (laughs) Can, Can I leave that one in? What? Bollock chops. Yeah, I think so. Lisa Jane Partington says, I don't agree with his views, but I suppose they are his own views. If he isn't pushing them down other people's throats, then I suppose he's entitled to have them. I agree, Lisa, but as a politician, you could get into a position where you could try to enforce your your laws or even lose um, through through the law. Um, I'm looking for... Loads of guys have got views on this, uh, as you've heard. Um, I think... This is a discussion, you know, that really ought to be left to women. Dave Starr said he's a total prat who doesn't live in or understand the real world. Well, no, he's not a total prat, Dave. He's actually quite a nice bloke apart from his religion. Uh, Clive Hardesty says, I think what irritates people is that uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg is honest, very well educated and has parliamentary experience. They prefer liars which may explain why Corbyn gets so many votes. Now, I think Corbyn got a lot of votes because uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of kids, when you, you start thinking about politics, you think, oh, everything would be great. You know, why do we have to have so much heavy taxes? Why do we have to pay for this? Why do we? It's just a, a way of getting into politics. And then you realise that they all need a good kick up the backside, really. Um, and uh, and we, might, um, we might actually get somewhere, but who knows? On the other hand, we might not. So there we are. I would quite like to hear the views of more women on uh, on whether abortion uh, is something that is acceptable now and should be made easier. You know, it's still very difficult. If you if you want to have an abortion, you've still got to convince, as far as I understand it, two doctors. You then have to go away and you have to think very seriously. Surely the sooner you get an abortion, the easier and less traumatic and stressful and uh, less dangerous it is. And if that's what a woman wishes to do, then surely that is up to her. Nobody else. Uh, if you've got any thoughts, go to our Facebook page, uh, send me an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Or you could ring me, you know the number, zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. Uh, now, should we should we go and 
have a cool box call. Yeah, we can listen to a few people moan about the fact that I didn't put the show out uh, in the hidden folder last week. Yeah, good. Well, I think you should. In fact, I think you should take this as your punishment. I'll listen to it three times. Good. Here we go. Thank you, Bleep. Uh, it's David in Les James. I'm listening to your show, and you say there is an unbleaked version of the show available, and I cannot find it. You might not be happy giving the um, the address out over the air, but there's nothing to stop you putting it on the Facebook page. Have a nice day, David in Leicester. Bye. Oi, where's the unedited version of the show? You said it'd be up on the website, and I can't find it anywhere. Right, do you feel chastised? <clears throat> it was like doing three Hail Marys. It's almost a religion in itself, this show. Yeah, 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 it is. Now, um, you've got a choice now. Should we do some music or should we do tech talk? Oh, we should do, always do the uh, music. Should we? Okay. Uh, do you want to remind people how, if they want a piece of their music played on the programme, how we do it? Sure, you can email jameswellradio at gmail.com. Mark it for my attention. That is uh, Rob or Robbo, as some people like to call me. Don't know why. Uh, maybe because yeah. of my surname. Actually, be this being rude, really. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Robbo sounds like Yobbo, doesn't it? Well, my company name is Robosoft, so... Is it really? Yeah. So. Robosoft. <laughs> so, uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, dear. I saw a very... Listen, when I got home from doing my... Did I tell you I have a show on talk radio? Oh, I tell you what, I'm doing Saturday breakfast this week. Well, most people tend to do breakfast every day. Why just Saturday? No, no, I'm on the radio. Oh, on the radio. They, right. they needed somebody to fill in, and uh, I said, go oh, on, I'll do it. Cash hungry, that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the reason. But I have managed to get Sunita to come on the programme. Ah, uh, we all like Sunita. Yeah, we do. And, of course, uh, X Factor's back, so uh, I'll be talking to her about that. Um, right, where were we? Oh, music. Yeah, I was telling everyone how to get the uh, the music, and then uh, you yeah. decided to plug your show. Did I? Yeah. Oh, all right, do the music again, then. Uh, yeah, so uh, send me uh, your MP3 and permission to play, and then we'll put it out on the show. On the show? Yeah, that's what I said. What? On the show. On the show. Why did you say it like that? Why didn't you just say on the show? Well, you said it just the same as I did. Well, I was taking the piss out of what you said. Oh, I see. Right, OK, well, I'll do it again then. So send in your MP3, permission to play, and I'll play it out on the show. They've done it again. On the show. All right. Send in your MP3s, permission to play, and I'll play it out on the show. Better. Better, much better. Um, Terry, hello, Terry. He said, I uh, hope you're cool. Of course, uh, I am. He said, I've got a nice 60s-tinged, harmonious indie single. Imagine getting your tongue around that lot. That I wanted to get your ears on from the Loft Club. The track also features Grammy-nominated Lisa Loeb on vocals to make for a sweet listen. The track is called Flicker. Hope you can check it out. Oh, thanks, Terry. Shall we check it, check it out? Well, we've got no option. We've got to fill the time in, so we might as well check it out. Yeah. Who's Lisa Loeb? I have no clue, but she's nominated for something. Where's the Loft Club? That's the name of the band. 
Oh, right. I, I thought it was a club. What? Terry's uh, he's going, I've got a nice 60s tinged harmonious indie single that I wanted to let your ears get on. It's from the guys called The Loft Club. The track features Grammy-nominated Lisa Loeb on vocals, and it makes a sweet listen, man. The track is called Flicker.
Well, they were. I thought that was quite a sweet listen, actually. That's not too bad. No, I quite like Lisa Loeb. I'll listen to that again later. Was that Lisa Loeb? Well, I'm glad you're reading it out and not me, because I would have pronounced it completely uh, bizarrely. I'm what sure. would you have... Com- it's spelt L-O-E-B. Yeah. And to me, that's Loeb. But it could have been Loeb. I'd have said Lob. You'd have said Lob? Yeah. As in Lobon. <laughs> that, that, that sounds all wrong. Why? I don't know. I would have, I would have said Lisa... <laughs> no, you can't. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, if anyone knows, can they email, please, and then uh, do the sort of uh, you know spell yeah, it out. It can't be lob. Lisa Lob would be wrong. What if it is? Well, then we'll apologise and we'll get her on as a guest on the program and have a chat to her. She's very good at singing, anyway. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I imagine she looks a bit like uh, Ro- 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 um, Rihanna. Rihanna. Uh, okay. Um, and then it might be Lob, you might be right. Uh, the Loft Club. Mm. Good, I haven't heard of them either. Well, we have now. Everyone should go out yeah, and buy their album. Yeah, Single, yeah, well, whatever I'd it like is. a club in my loft. You'd like a club in your loft? Yeah, why not? Seems, uh, seems, like, seems like a good idea. Right, you've got another choice. Wales Mail or Tech Talk? Uh, let me think. Uh... Let's do Wales Mail. I'm putting off tech talk as long as I can. Right. Or we could talk about that other ridiculous... Oh, well, a couple of ridiculous stories recently. Uh, one is that apparently, big story, one in ten people believe in Adam, Adam and Eve. The ones with the belly that buttons. Is, yeah, that is to say... That is to say that uh, one in ten people don't believe in Darwin's theory of evolution. They believe that all species were designed as they are now and made by some super being. Aliens. Which actually, I don't think it's a story. It could be aliens, could be aliens. I don't think that's a story because that means that nine people are quite sensible and believe that things just evolved over time. Why didn't they say two out of 20 people? I don't know. I don't know. They always do out of 10. And apparently more people in America believe that we were created by Adam and Eve. But then America is a very, very worrying nation. Well, it's not a nation, is it? It's just a place where a bunch of immigrants went and then uh, then uh, decimated the uh, original population. It's not even their country when you think about it, is it? Oh, I was going to have a theory that everyone in America was spawned from Adam and Eve and everyone in the rest of the world was just normal. Well, yeah, they might like you to think that, actually, but still. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's an interesting thought, isn't it? Because there is no... It is a theory of evolution. There is absolutely no conclusive proof that we originated from any other species and that any other species turned into another. You know, we, we, we know that some species develop in different ways. Uh, that's obvious. Um Human beings may, because they're so lazy and we don't do an awful lot, may have uh, less in the way of legs in the future. I don't know. I mean, uh, species do adapt to their surroundings, don't they? Uh, yes, especially goldfish. I believe, yeah, well, I believe that, that uh, human beings back in the Ice Ages were, were, were born with more body hair. No, that's because they didn't have razors. Oh, okay. Well, it's a thought. And I'm not, I am not, uh, by the way, 
surprise or, or wouldn't be surprised if we suddenly found that there was, if you like, proof eventually found, probably long after we've gone, but proof uh, found that that uh, we came from another planet, that, you know, some other planet was in a, in a bad situation. And, uh, and we, uh, we, we have our ancestors in, uh, just broke a bit off my glasses, no mind, doesn't matter. Um, and we have, uh, we've come from a, another, another, another planet. I, I, I don't see that that isn't possible. You think about, like, the first baby that was born ever. Yeah. That baby would have had to have come from somewhere and then survived. Yeah. And then become an adult to spawn yeah. the next generation of humans. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a, a, a against the realms of possibility that uh, there were humanoid beings living on this planet and then some more maybe further advanced humanoids came from another planet that was disappearing, you know, at the end of its time they'd come here and colonize this planet. Maybe the the people the people that were here in the beginning saw them come, and that's how some of these stories in some of these religious books came about. I mean, if you read Eric von Daniken, he makes some very interesting um, comparisons. Maybe planet Earth was like a holiday destination for aliens, and when they landed on Earth, different species intermingled with each other, if you get what I mean, and uh, what was left over was deemed to be uh, a bit disgusting... So they left those babies on planet Earth, and they turned into what we now know as humans. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a possibility as well. You you never know. That is a possibility. Um, so that was one story. The other story uh, I thought was quite funny: a gender-neutral clothes for children, which I put out on Facebook as well, just to get some of the thoughts of our listeners. Uh, but I don't. What? Why would? Why would you want gen? What is gender-neutral? By the way. Are we, boys are supposed to wear skirts? I don't get it, because a lot of clothes are gender neutral. Well, of course they are. But I don't want to go. And, and if, it, if it catches on with kids, they may try and, uh, and make the rest of us do it too, which I will be very angry about. I'm often in clothes shops, you know, wandering around, and I like, oh, I like that. Top. Really, That's looking at you, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I don't buy much, and uh, no, I, I walked around, I and I see tops, and I think, oh, that looks nice. And then my wife says, "That's for women." Wait, well, I don't, I don't know how that works because when you go into clothes shops, I mean, you've got men's wear and you've got women's wear, and you've got children's wear for boys and for girls. I don't want to go into a shop and have to look through clothes that really are more suitable for women. I certainly don't want to go into the underwear department to stand next to some woman who's buying a thong while I'm looking for a pair of socks. I don't mind that. I'm I'm quite partial to a bit of that. You're a perv. (laughs) That may be, but it entertains me at the weekends. Does it really? Okay. Um, so some of uh, our listeners' thoughts. Karen Dillon says, Boys are boys, girls are girls. Get a grip. Stop trying to complicate the world for children. It's tough enough without all this crap. Mainly brought about by dysfunctional parents. Oh, get it out there, Karen. Uh, Al Williams says, So gender neutrality exists to do away with a labelling and they achieve that by labelling. Okay, makes perfect sense. Uh, Dave Hill says, what really annoys me about this is that the loony leftards, 
are trying to impose this on families. What's wrong with letting families make their own decisions, telling families that they are wrong for bringing up children in the way that they deem fit goes against the grain. There was even an idiot on a forum a few days back suggesting that parents not taking this gender-neutral thing on board would be somehow guilty of abuse. Stop the world. I want to get off. Dave, I agree, but don't go on those forums where those wankers uh, say the, the most ridiculously stupid things. Going back to the terms of abortion, you know, there are a lot of people who should not be bringing up children. And some of these people would have had children that they didn't really want and had no idea what to do about it. Perhaps the thought that abortion was more readily available would stop people who really, really had no interest in bringing up children having them. Is that a bad thought? Am I a bad person? Jameswellradio at gmail.com. Sally Ann Whitehead said their parents are the ones with issues, not the kids. They need to get back to hugging trees. I'm with you, Sally Ann. Angie Murphy says, don't know what the fuss is about. If you're an idiot and want to put your son in a sparkly dress, do it. Just don't expect everybody else to kowtow. Yeah, Angie, I, I, I agree. It's okay if he wants to be in a sparkly dress. Uh, but not if, you know, he's being forced by his parents to be gender neutral, which some of them might want to do. Toby Lamper says, um, an answer to a problem that never existed until some clever marketing type saw an opportunity to jump on the PC brigade train. I don't think John Lewis's have very much in the way of clothes I want to buy anyway, do they? I was in there the other day. What for? I'm just wandering through. It was uh, it was the shop you had to go through to get to the rest of the shops, if you know what I mean. Ed Taylor said they... Sp- I don't understand what he's talking about. He's Welsh. He comes from Wales. Uh, they spoke to a John Lewis spokesman on the Today programme. I think she was struggling to genuinely support the idea, to be honest. I don't see anything wrong with it in principle, but I do think it will complicate shopping trips rather than simplify them, Ed. Uh, Richard Wright says, disgraceful and frankly weird. We are being taken over by the loony left. And Sharon uh, Shanaf says, pathetic. Even kids can't be boys or girls anymore. This country seems to be taking it to the extreme. It's sheer madness. Uh, Philip Doherty, fantastic idea. Next, it will be soldiers going to war in skirts, Wonder Woman in a three-piece suit, monks in trousers, the Pope wearing a dress. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Phillips. Uh, Heather Iver, Ivy, uh, Ayer, Heather Ayer, liar. Ayer. Uh, I-Y-E-R. Ayer. Was that an L? Ayer. I. Sorry, Heather, anyway. Uh, we are rearing a generation of children who won't know what or who they are. Let them dress the way they want. Who gives a toss anyway? But don't deny their gender. Yeah, and let's do one more. Uh, Marie-Louise Tilson says, Typical, the PC brigade at its very best. Heaven knows what they'll come up with next. Bras for boys, Y-fronts for girls. Nothing wrong with a good, strong pair of Y-fronts. Can't stand them myself. Why not? Commando's the way forward. Is it? Mm. I'm not even going. I don't want to even talk about that. Let's do some Wales mail. Okay. Um, if you want to get in touch, you know what to do. Uh, send me your thoughts to email your thoughts to Jameswell Radio 
at gmail.com, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, or check it out, go on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, and uh, got all sorts of stuff there. Now, my friend Harry Gotcha, who is an Indian chef extraordinaire, says, James, hope you will. I wanted you to be the first to know that I have just launched my new cookbook called The Easy Indian Slow Cooking Cookbook. Uh, it is number one on Amazon's hot new Indian releases and features authentic Indian dishes, restaurant favourites, and is just perfect for this time of year. It goes on sale on the 26th of September, but is available for pre-order now on Amazon. That's not so much Wales Mail, but more Harry of an advert, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, get your own yeah. adverts in. Everyone write in, you know. Yeah. I think what well, I've got to give her a call to see if she can uh, come on the show on Saturday morning because they do it. It's Penny Smith's show. You know, Penny Smith who used to be on TVAM or GMB or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she normally does that show. So I'm I'm going to do it this week. It's all, it's all arty-farty and, you know, airy-fairy and stuff like that. So uh, that will be – do a little cookery spot would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, make things out of yoghurt pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight to, it's hardly a breakfast show. It starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, finishes at 11. That's a very late Saturday breakfast, isn't it? Well, that's early for me. Is it? Okay. Well, you won't be listening then. I'll get it on catch-up. Oh, good. Uh, in fact, everybody, download the app. Best way to listen to any radio now, isn't it? <sighs> Except we don't have an app for this programme. I find that really strange. Never mind. Um, we've got a correction to make now, apparently. Do you want me to turn away while you do it? No, it's okay. Uh, Julie Knight. Hello, Julie. She's delighted to have had my letter read out on the previous podcast. However, due to either fat fingers or autocorrect, that'll be your fault. My fault? Yeah. I did, in fact, mean to say I like the show because it was nice and sweary, not sweaty, although either works for me. Yeah. Well, it depends, actually, how the air conditioning is working. I'm out of hospital for the moment. Boy, I miss those bed baths. Well, listen, actually, Julie, um, maybe we could put it out there if you're interested. Uh, maybe there are people who'd be prepared to come and give you a bed bath. Oh, I thought you were going to volunteer me, then. Well, it might be. She says, oh, and as far as favourite swears go, I find you can't beat a good f Thank you very much, Julie. Yeah, I think Julie, I'm with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know, I I actually think now, uh, we can't really put it off much longer, can we? I'm really sorry, everybody. Yeah, I think we need to do your bit now because then we're gonna be on to questions before long. Um and uh, and, and it would just be so wrong if uh, tech talk just becomes smaller and smaller. So I'm just gonna settle back in my chair put my feet up, and uh, you can carry on. Okay. <clears throat> a bit of uh, Facebooky news. Uh, Facebook have uh, given out hints and photographs, etc., that they own a or possess a real-time live map of the world which indicates more or less where a huge number of the world population is exactly where they are at that specific time and moment and where they're moving to and from. So human tracking exists. Um, yeah, but you'd have to sign up to it, wouldn't you? Everybody has Facebook on their phone. So every time they walk, 
out of the house, down the street, Facebook know exactly where you are. They could type your name in and say, there he is. A bit like it, the police have to go to your local um, mobile phone carrier to find out and triangulate where your phone is. Facebook yeah. know exactly where you are. I'm not sure I'm happy with that. And soon, theoretically, Facebook could release the map and everyone can search for somebody and find exactly where they are. What, right this minute? Yeah. But I would have to have my phone turned on for that, wouldn't I? Yeah, but then you've got your laptop on, that's got Facebook on it, so it would have roughly in the street where you are. So really, we basically need to turn everything off or just to withdraw ourselves from Facebook. That's an option. Yeah. To be honest with you, that's a bit of a worry. So Facebook, no, and if they wanted to, could tell everybody where you are at any time if you leave your... So wherever you are, if you don't want to be found, if you're out and about, turn your phone off. Yeah. Did or does it work when it's on? Uh, well, it will show your last known location when you were last on. Yeah, okay. So you remember a few weeks ago I, I, I chatted about a film called The Circle with Tom Hanks in it. Yeah. Uh, go and watch that, because that's basically what Facebook own. Gosh. Uh, Google Street View, you know, the one where they drive past your house and take a photograph of your front door. That I find annoying too, so uh, I, we banned them coming down our street. <laughs> well, now they're going to go out again, but this time in full HD, so it, you're going to have high-definition uh, photographs. What the f what on earth for? So that they uh, can take snapshots of shop windows uh, so they can actually work out what times the shops are open. Because, you know, when the shops have the opening times plastered yeah. on their shop doors, they've got technology. Well, some do, some don't. Yeah, but some, the ones that do, they can read the times on the door. Is it really worth the aggravation of doing that? Yeah, a lot of people use Street View. Oh, right. Okay. But there are people um, uh, who don't like them coming down their roads and neighbours get together and stop them. You can do that, but then they just drive down at a different time. They'll always get you. Yeah. Uh, in a way, that is uh, an intrusion of your freedom and your private life. Yeah. It is. Especially when uh, they can, uh, with a high-definition camera, theoretically, they can see through your window. I think we're going to have to, you know, because that means none of us can hide. Draw the curtains. That was my elbow, by the way, on this desk. Well, yeah, you could do that, I suppose. All right, there's some fairly sinister tech talk on the programme this week. Uh, if you've got a thought on that, I'd like to hear. Uh, why don't you uh, either call us on 0117-230-1771. Leave us a, a message there of your thoughts, or you can uh, email jameswellradio at gmail.com. So you don't want to hear about the stretchy clothes and the Nissan Leaf, then? Yeah, go on, get on with it. Stretchy clothes. Uh, stretchy clothes are going to go on sale soon that uh, will stretch from the uh, age of six months to three years so you don't have to keep buying baby clothes. Well, that is a good idea. Very, very good idea. Yeah, but we're going to have a lot of corrugated cardboard-looking babies. That's all right. Doesn't hurt the North Koreans. Nissan News, the new Nissan Leaf model has had a 50% boost to its battery. It can now do about 200-plus miles on a single charge, but it's still nowhere near as good as a Tesla. How, can, how, how far can the Tesla go on one charge? About 230 to 260. Really? Yeah. Tesla have brought out a new four-wheel drive, which looks quite nice. They're very expensive, though, and the Nissan Leaf is quite cheap. <clears throat> I've driven a Nissan Leaf. 
Um, and uh, Nissan took me for a test drive of the Leaf a few years ago when it first came out. Uh, and it's it's really nice inside. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, <laughs> stupid to say, it's just like a car. It is a car. Um, and you get in, and it sounds really smooth. Obviously, it is. But then when you're on, we went for a drive down the motorway because I said, well, can it, can it go faster than 30 miles an hour? And he said, of course it can. And you go onto the motorway and you're doing 70 miles an hour, no problem. Acceleration, great, no problem at all. But of course, there, you know, it's no different to being in any other car because most engines are fairly quiet at speed and the only noise you hear is the noise from the wheels, tyres on the road. It's exactly the same. Did your version have one or two pedals? Well, it had two pedals. Why? The new it version. A brake and an accelerator. The new version has no brake. What? I know. <laughs> Why? I don't know. When you take your foot off, it slowly breaks. That's no good. Supposing something jumps out in front of you. Take your foot off faster. Oh, that's ridiculous. I don't know how it works, but apparently uh, you can no. you can opt for the two-pedal system. But, uh, yeah, one one pedal... I mean, I think the way for, I think we'll all be driving electric cars in the future. I, I really do. Yeah. But there are so many petrol and diesel engines at the moment. You know, you're going to have to wait, and they're still producing them like mad. We're going to have to wait quite some time. When we get rid of all the fossil fuels, and that will take forever, then, of course, what's going to happen is the planet will cool down and the next ice age will happen. More cows. Breed more cows. Yeah, well, there's that as well. But then, of course, everybody's going vegan, aren't they? And that's another story. But that's more cows. Um, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, now, do you have um, do you have any other things to... Uh, films, uh, It, Stephen King film with the clown. That looks quite gruesome, to be honest. I won't be watching that. It's OK. It's all right. I, I enjoyed it. It's OK, it. it's all right, it's not great. Tell me about the uh, American Made, because on the trailers, that looks quite good. That's very good. Tom Cruise, uh, he uh, plays uh, Barry Seal, a, a TWA pilot who works for the CIA. It's all about drugs and things. Mm. Very good. Very, very good. Tom Cruise looks a bit weird these days. He looks like he's had too much uh, stuff in his face. Yeah, well, he is getting old, but he doesn't seem to be ageing. Maybe that, that, that's what happens when you become a Scientologist. Your face expands? Well, I don't know. It could be, there's always a possibility, isn't there? You go puffy. Yeah, you go puffy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could do. I've just been asked if I want to be on Celebrity Mastermind. Oh, I thought you were going to say I've just been asked if I want to join the Scientologists. No, no, I've just had an email just come in. It says, hi there, hope you're well. Would you be interested in taking part in a celebrity charity edition of BBC Celebrity Mastermind? So the BBC are still talking to you, then? Yeah, of course they are. Uh, <laughs> on behalf of the programme, the fee, the fee is £3,000. I'll do it. But, yeah, I'm sure. But you won't get the £3,000 because that will be donated to the charity. Oh. In fact, you don't even get to choose the charity here. The charity is Variety. They're the chosen charity, so you will be giving the money to... Uh, the programme, the series, will broadcast in a primetime slot on BBC One as part of the Christmas schedule and will be stripped ten episodes across two weeks, which will give us a strong presence in the Christmas... Blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't really want to do it, so there we are. I don't even think I... What would I answer questions on? Your chosen specialist subject would be... 
swear words. Or I was going to say toxophily, but then, uh, yeah, swear yeah. words is probably more you. But I could do toxophily, but they probably ask me questions like, who won the 2012 Olympic whatever? That, that's true, yeah. And I haven't a clue. Jean Mavis, I think it was. Oh, was it Mavis? I used to shoot with a woman called Mavis back in the 60s. <clears throat> should we do the uh, questions for the whale, then? I think we should, yeah, I think we should. Yes, yes, you're right, yeah. Can I uh, just confirm, did the word confidential ever come up in that email that you just received? Um, yeah, I think it did, yeah. That doesn't matter anyway, now I'll put it out anyway. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> questions for the whale. Yeah. I've got to get to the right page. It's usually on page one, so then I don't have to turn the page because that's the bit I read out, you see. See, I'm intelligent, you see. Yeah. Forward planning. <clears throat> Mind you, they will send that email to everybody they can think of. Making you feel special. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's have a look. Uh... Right, Peter Dix. <laughs> Hello, Peter. I'm not saying a word. Uh, why doesn't the USA explode huge bombs in the middle of huge storms in order to dissipate the damage? I presume, Peter, because it won't work. Because if it did work, I would have thought the Americans would have done it. Uh, Mickey Grizzly Adams Fergus. Right. Is anyone actually bothered about a royal baby? Yes, of course, it's lovely. It's lovely to see the continuation of the royal household. I don't want to think, Grizzly, that I have got Republicans listening to this. I would hate that, Grizzly. Um, Roberto Ferdanzi. Hi. Oh, not him again. Go on. Hi, this is Roberto Ferdanzi. You know, James, the one with the stupid name. Moving on, silly idiot. I'd like to ask, what is the most... No, moving on, we don't care about him. Moving on. OK. Gene Matheson. Yes, Gene. Do you think Rob James is trying to get free stuff from Starbucks, or does he fancy the waitress there? I think he fancies the waitress there, but he is trying to get free stuff from McDonald's, and if they carry on going out on strike, who knows? He could get a job there as well. Rob James butting in with his right to reply. <clears throat> if you want a job in the moisturiser industry... Should you apply daily? Yeah, absolutely. The more times you apply, the more chances you have of getting the job. And remember, of course, you'll have a lovely soft skin as well. I'm available for voiceovers. OK. <laughs> Was that a plug? Hmm. All right. Uh, have you paid? Paid what? Well, I, I need a share of the jelly tots. Oh, OK, I'll send you a bag. OK. Uh, Mark Moody, if homegrown vegetables are so good and homegrown terrorists so devastating, how come homegrown politicians are so inept? Do you know, that is a question that has been puzzling me for some considerable time. And I have de decided that the term homegrown is one that we shouldn't use anymore. Colin Watkins, my question is... Why is Kim John Fat still alive? Uh, because uh, it's very difficult to uh, remove people. And we've seen removing heads of state doesn't actually solve the problem. Uh, when we removed 
Saddam Hussein, things did not get better. In fact, they got worse. And when uh, Colonel Gaddafi was uh, killed, uh, things got worse. So it doesn't necessarily follow, I don't think, that if the head of state goes, things improve. James Musgrave, would you go on Strictly next year if invited? Mm, I'd have to think about it. I mean, the only reason I'd be asked to go on is that I would be the uh, I, I, I would be the one to laugh at, wouldn't I? Well, I'm not really a dancer. Uh, it, it would. I'm, I'm sorry to be blatant about this. It would come down to the money. And Mary Louise Tilson. Yep. How many weeks till Christmas? Ooh, it's a good question. How many weeks till Christmas? Depends when you're listening to this programme. It could be next week. It could be six months away. Yeah, that's a good point. That, and it's a podcast. Could be a couple of years, actually. Depends. You could be listening to this programme in two years' time in, uh, in, in I don't know, in April. Well, then it well, that be... won't be two years away. But, you know, it could be anywhere from one month, one week, one day to a year, couldn't it? Couldn't you just when say, you think I, about I, it? I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll say that. Yeah. Can you say it then? But that's not an answer to the question, is it? What I said was an answer. What you suggested was a cop-out. I like an easy life. Yeah, I know you do. Anyway, I'm going. I'm off to the pub. Uh, Listen, thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, Don't forget, if you want to take part in the programme, you know the number to call. Check out our website, jameswellradio.co.uk. You can email us at jameswellradio at gmail.com. I'm going to try and get my script in the bin. Just hang on missed hmm well that wasn't even worth waiting for was it right I'll see you later listen pop down to the shops and get yourself some neutral gender gender neutral whatever it is clothes Rob for next week's program couldn't I just try on some of my wife's outfits again hmm alright see you later goodbye to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.